Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. So let's bring her out. A star attraction. The one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. It's I'm dealing with it. And that's but it's going to be the whole marathon. career. Yeah. It's the way it is. Yeah. And it sucks. It sucks. I mean, no. I can't tell you how many times I look at my fucking calendar. Yeah. And I'm like, and it I get physically ill. I, right. I'm like Same, I work so hard. Yeah. I'm I'm 35 years in and I'm still <laughs> fucking, yeah. you know, it's like But 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 see here's the thing though. But 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 like you're 35 years in, but not once in those 35 years have you ever had to turn to do anything else other than comedy. That's true. But so I did have that, a nervous breakdown. But that's but that's like a credit to you. Like well, because I know? never, I don't give up. Yeah. I mean, I have always. Yeah. I mean, they all make fun of me. All these yeah. guys that I started with, all the people. At least we have Rick Dorfman. I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, like they all make fun of me. I'm the yeah. only one of my class i guess that still goes out and does sets five nights yeah. a week yeah. i mean like they're all like you right. know just i don't know um but i love it i love being right. a i think i would die right um well there's always people too in the class that you're like fuck like literally i'm mm -hmm. not lying to you the same like week i started the people i started with were like uh michael che pete davidson michelle wolf we all right. started in the same week yeah. and right. it's like if you compare yourself to those three it's like ah oh, fuck right there's but always the, someone to compare there's to. always but then if there's but then but then there's so many people that i that don't even do comedy anymore that i started with so it's oh, like you, you know i could i could do a fucking yeah. book on the people i started with and i'm like oh my god yeah oh right you yeah. know it's just you don't know how fucking lucky you have gotten st i mean yeah. it takes I think it takes like 15 years to even know what the fuck you're doing up there, yeah. honestly. Yeah. I think there's a lot of, you guys are all good, but I swear to God, we got so much more stage time than you did. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Because yeah. there were so many clubs right. open. Right. And, you know, we didn't have to do bringer shows. Yeah. The beginning sucks. Yeah, the I beginning to, is horrible. I used to just try to barter my physical therapy skills in the beginning to right. get sets. Nice. I would just make, I would like be like, hey, I know, you know, we don't have, health, a lot of comics don't yeah. have healthcare. I'd be like, let me look at your shoulder or knee right. or whatever and they would give me spots I can't tell you how many th comedians I told them I'm a physical therapist I do musculoskeletal right. stuff and they would make me look at their dicks All no they, way I, I've looked I, wait if what? I told you the fucking urethras I no, looked wait, down of some people because everyone's scared that, especially guy comics they're all worried they have an STD so they'd be like, oh, can you just take a look at it? I'd be like, again, I'm a physical therapist. I don't, I mean, right. you want me I don't fucking know. massage right. it? Also, I can't. Guys just really Wait, so they are they show you their dick? I've looked, I looked, I would glove up and look down com comedians' pee holes like five minutes before they would take the stage. And Why? Then, because they thought that they had herpes or gonorrhea or okay, syphilis or this or that. Give me initials. <laughs> oh, jeez, I can't. Oh, uh, come on. Initials. Of the guys. Um, I just want to know how many, like, whose dick you've seen. I mean, I, literally, Judy, I'm not lying to you. I've seen like, th like thirty of them. It is no way. It's like not hard to see a comic's dick. Yeah. Really, all you gotta do is ask. Yeah. 
He'll be like, oh, sure. No, here's but I, but he, he's looking at it clinically. For like, right. like, and and I'll tell you why. And looking carefully. Most comedians, almost every comic was clean as a whistle. Right. Clean, they look good, everything looked good. There was one comic, though, where he, I, this, he pulled his penis out, and I said to him. It's in the bathroom, I hope. This is in the bathroom. Yeah. We're at that comedy club, the Laugh Lounge. Okay. Do you remember oh, that yeah, place yeah, on the Lower yeah, East Side? Yeah, it's yeah, closed yeah. down now. Yeah, Laugh Lounge. Laugh Lounge. Um, so, you know, it, I and I said to him, I said, can you, all right, you know, can you just pull your foreskin back? So I got to look at the actual right. shaft. Um, and he was like, what are you talking, I'm circumcised. Oh, And I looked no. again, he had fucking warts, like cauliflower all no. over. I swear, all over his dick that I genuinely thought it was foreskin. Because I couldn't see his penis. I couldn't right. even see the front of his penis. I was like, <gasps> how do you pee? He's like, that's the problem. Like, I feel like I'm not getting a full pee. I'm like, yeah, because you have genital warts growing out of your <gasps> pee hole. I'm like, you should go to the hospital. I would go to the hospital. I said, you're going to go into like sepsis, like toxic right. yeah. shock and what, syndrome. And what happened? He just pulled up his pants and ran out. Like, why does a ghost ran out? And I was like, and I don't mean to scare you. And then did he go to the hospital? Yeah, he went, well, he went to City MD, and they were like, what the, f- what can, you have to go get like surgical intervention. So then he said he got him removed, and of course it was warts, and he got a cream, and he's fine now, but. Damn. Can I have the initials yeah. of that human? His dick, <laughs> He's dead. His dick turned into a wart. Wait, here. The initials? Well, or uh, the person. Well, you can't say it, though. I'm never going to say it. Um, oh, that's I, such a good story. I don't even know if you're going to know him. Um, oh, well, well, yeah, you will. All right. Uh, actually, I don't know. Good. What the fuck is his last name? Uh, oh. Oof. Wart dick. That's what we're going to call him. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I don't okay. know. If, I don't know. I don't know that you're gonna know him. Maybe you've seen his face. He he's like a guy. He never really surfaced. <laughs> Jewish. Jewish. Oh yeah. yeah, big Jew. Yeah. That's the Jew bell. Y'all good. Wow. And yeah. why did he have? Where do you get warts from? HPV. I mean, unprotected <gasps> sex, and he must have hit. And he had sex with a girl or strand or or you know. Ew. Was it gross? Like, were you grossed out? How does a Jew? Yeah, with I was fucking warts on his dick, not go, well, oh my God, I got to go to the fucking hospital. Like, well, that is so fucking weird. But he was also kind of guy, like, he would get, like, 10 out of 10 blackout drunk and, like, not remember, you know, like, he'd be, like, face down at, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So he may have had sex with, like, a woman or a man or so. he may have done something crazy that yeah, you don't even yeah, know. Yeah. Like, maybe had sex with, like, a, a prostitute or something. Goat. My Ew. friend used to pay extra. I had a friend used to go to Atlantic City and offer the prostitutes $200 or more extra to have sex with them unprotected. No way. Raw dog. He needed to go raw dog with them. Yeah, that's that's Ew. a thing. That's an extra. That's it. Yeah, Was it a gone. big dick? Yeah, he actually did have a big penis. I, I do have to. He's gone? You said he's dead? No, he's not no. dead. Oh. He's, he's out of the business. Be, oh, right. I see. I see. Um, Any famous people with uh, that made you look at their dicks? Any famous people? Oh, I mean, yeah, comedians that went on yeah. to be famous, are sure. But they were all clean, right? But comedians <laughs> that went on, went on to be famous, sure. You're the unofficial comedy dick doctor. Yeah, I'm gonna write a book one day. You should. You, you motherfuckers better give me parts yeah, on your right. shows. That's right. You, you know who wait, you are. I can't believe that. You were just like, okay, sure. Well, I'll because I, you know, I just wanted to get stage time. So I was like, if right. I'm going to take a dick to the face, you know, you, you know, know what we do. Women okay. do it all the time. Me that too, baby. Right. I've been there. Amazing. Okay. So, <laughs> so don't check your fucking uh, well, time. I have to, oh, I'm sorry. He's to, got I'm a like, show in 40 minutes. But no, I, 10 minutes. I'll leave in 10 minutes. No. I'm all right, sorry. 15, I'm sorry, 15, I'm sorry. 15. Right. Okay. We're right by the subway. How long did it take me to get to the comedy cellar? 15 minutes from here? I'm going to go on moveit.com and I'm going to tell you right now. Right, Ready? Fine. Here we go. Hold, please. Hold. Hold, please. Your current location to 
The, well, what? Huh? The comedy. Fuck, I love you. Seller. <laughs> Um, Let's see. She's twenty. Here minutes. it is. Six train, right? I take. You could take. It says twenty minutes. Oh, uh, you could take the shuttle to the one. Okay. You could take the six to the BDFM. Twenty-two minutes. Okay. okay. Fine. We're All gonna right. do it. Okay. So, um, you are you um, what are you doing? Your oh, you're just oh, saying sex I'm baby mama. All right. So you are you are. Afraid of ghosts. Yes. Is that correct? Afraid of ghosts. I'm afraid because I like, I'm just, first of all, I'm still like kind of scared of the dark. Right. Like I won't want. Oh my God, isn't he the cutest Like, thing? like yeah. I won't want, like I love like. Uh, Pussy. <laughs> yes. I love like, like crime docs. Right, crime right, documentaries, right. Like investigation discovery. Right. Investigate. Right. I love that stuff, but I can only watch it in pure daylight or yeah, on same, planes. Yeah, on the same way. I can't watch it shit Wait, at night. here's the other thing. You know that one where they go, it's, is it on MSNBC? And it's like these crime stories, and the guy's voice is really creepy. Yes, do you I know, know exactly who, what I it is. can't even yeah. listen to his voice. I can't do and it. And why did she, as the wife of a blah, 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 the banker, and, the guy, and I'm like, shut up! Uh, I can't like, do it. I can't with his voice. I can't. And like my mother. But little did she know that the banking would be. Yeah. I, I remember once, like, you know, I still have the keys to my mom's house. Right. And I thought my mom would be asleep. It was like two o'clock in the right. morning, and I had locked myself out of the apartment I was living in. So I hadn't, I hadn't, I hadn't slept home in, you know, two years right. by then. And I w- went, you know, slowly into my mother's house at like two o'clock in the morning on like a Saturday night and opened the door. And my mom is on the couch, pitch black, you know, with the TV on, watching Investigation Discovery, okay, right, like right, a murder right, mystery right, right, thing. Right. And just opens the door, pitch black. She can't even see me. Right. She goes, "Chris, that's you." And I was like, "Yeah, ma." She goes, "Oh, hey, babe." Like if that, if I that, I would have been like, "Oh my god!" What I, yeah, I would have yeah. fucking been screaming, throwing shit because like she just assumed. Like when did it start? The ghost. There was thing. even a question at the end of that. Yeah. yeah, she was like, "Chris, is that you?" Like she's unfazed by it. And I'm like, when, "Mom, what the fuck?" Um, <laughs> it started with me, like the ghosts and stuff. It started with me when I was about eight years old. Eight, nine years old because my Aunt Eileen, my mom's sister, would claim that she saw my grandmother who had passed away in the basement. She oh, said God, she would talk to her in the basement and, so and she was very friendly, right. but she would see her all the time. So, now, so I believed that. Right. And, of course. I mean, but, but she, Aunt Eileen, you know, my aunt saw her. She right. said, I, I have no reason to believe that she would lie, right. my aunt. But, now, have you, do you ever work at the comedy store in LA? Uh, I, you know, I have once in a okay. while. Is it haunted? Uh huh. And oh, wow. there's this one. This one walkway from the kitchen into the main room. Okay. Where they say, like, they've walked in and chairs have been thrown across the. Yeah, really? Yeah. So, Did somebody die in there or get killed? Uh, I, I think it used to be an old mob place, I think. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That place is scary. Like, I will not walk through there at. Oh, horrible. All right. So. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. You, um, you do stand up. You get, you know, you got a lot of stuff really yeah. quickly. Um, yeah. And then you get. This deal for a sitcom. Yes. I mean, all right. Just so you know, so everyone knows, um, you d- you hosted some fencing fucking show. That's like the first thing I ever right. did, some fucking bullshit fencing right. thing. But it was fun. Right. It's at Hammerstein Ballroom. All right. And then, so you get this sitcom, and it's like the perfect thing. Now, when I started, this is all comics wanted. They wanted to, they would, they would hone their sets right. so that they would get a deal. So right. it was like... 
And every manager and agent was like, do this material, do, you know, you talk about this, talk about that. Right. And then you're going to, I'm, I think I'm the only one who didn't get ever get a holding deal or any sort of deal. Right. I'm not kidding. And I was, it was like, don't talk about being Jewish. Don't talk about this. Don't talk. And I was just like, what the, I have, it's my fucking act. Yeah. It's you my know, whole life. whatever. Yeah. So you get, and it's like the perfect formula. It's you are this, you know, Italian, Irish. Right. Hmm. That married to an angry Puerto Rican woman. Yep. Yeah, Chaz <laughs> is in it. Chaz like, Palminteri is my yeah. dad. Annie Potts is my mom. Right. Yeah, Diane Guerrero from Orange right. is the New Black is my baby mama. Right. And it was so, and it, it was like so, would have been perfect. I created it with the guys that created How I Met Your Mother. Right. Um, Carter Bays and Craig Thomas, they were great. And the best part about the whole thing, if it would have went, the whole thing would have filmed in New York. Right. So I wouldn't have to let leave my kid. And I would have been the neighbor. And you would have been the neighbor. Thank and you. And then they would have picked, and then they, and they, uh, if all would have went well, but right. instead they fucking passed on my show and then picked up four shows and canceled For them all. all. That all. is. Is that typical? Is that always that what is happens? That is this business. Yeah. That is this business. And I remember talking to you about it. Yeah. And um, and I remember talking to Rick about it. And he, you know, was like, I'm telling you, Judy, there was a feeling on the set. And it's like, you, this business is so fucked up. And you don't even know why. No. It could be because some fucking executive looked at Annie Potts and was like, you know what? The, I don't like, I, you know, that they remind me of, blah, 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 yeah. blah, 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 you know, you have no fucking well, idea. You know what happened is. We were, you know, the the they bought it in the room and right. it was great and it had a lot of heat coming out and they right. put us right to pilot. We right. didn't have to do that. It, like they just right, right to pilot. They're right. like, we're going to make this one. And the guy, like the champion uh, for us was this guy's name was Glenn Geller. He was the president of CBS. Right. right. Yeah. Shalom. Right under Les Moonves. Is he Les Moonves? Yes. Too? Oh, yeah. Uh, hello. Yeah. Hello. So Les, right under, right under Les Moonves, he's with Glenn Geller, you know, big fan. He, you know, he said he loved the show. He was always talking the show. Two weeks before they're gonna pick the shows, heart attack. Heart, <gasps> survived, but fucking heart attack. So out, mm. out for the out. Did not. That is the story. You can ask Rick yeah. every fucking story yeah. of my career. Yeah, is like oh they the club burned down. Uh, oh my uh, god, the people died in a car accident that we're gonna yeah. hire. You know, like it's yeah. the story of my fucking so, life. And then and then to rub salt in the wound even more, every all the people that I just mentioned, Chaz, Diane, yeah. Annie, all get parts. On, on another, on the new, on this, all the sitcoms that they picked up. <laughs> so they took my whole cast, right? Of course, and, you know, and just put them all on new mm. shows. And then, and then I tried to pitch a show there. They won't even take a meeting with me. They're yeah, like, they're all, but you know what? Those people will be gone. Yeah, in two and then years. there's new people. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it was a great lesson. I mean, it was a great right. uh, experience. And, it, and it, you know, you don't know, but that could have gotten picked up. And you, you know, I f sometimes feel like it's. It's worse getting everything really quickly at once and yes. then and then going, wait, what do I do now? Like, right, you right. know. Well, because what's worse, not getting a show picked up or getting it picked up for one season then having right, it canceled? Then, right. I don't know what the worst and thing then is. And then you're damaged goods. And th yeah, and then you can never even talk. Like, at least right. the story that I told, nobody ever saw it, so I right. can make that right. again. Right, exactly. Yeah. Hey, everyone, you know, one of my favorite things in life, if not my most favorite thing in life, which, yeah, it's arguably my most favorite thing in life besides my kids, and is food and eating. Eating is my favorite activity. And eating is better and easier with Factor. Factor, I'm telling you, I tried their stuff. It is delicious. It is great. 
It is high quality and they are, when I say ready to eat meals, they're ready to eat in two minutes. They're not frozen. They're never frozen. They're chef crafted, dietitian approved, and literally you heat them for two minutes. Every week you have over 35 options to choose from. They have Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, Keto, I Just Did Chef's Choice, 60 or more add-ons that you can stay fueled up. They had these juice shots that were incredible. These are restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat when you are ready to eat. That's it. And they're really good. Elisa loved them too. There's no prep. There's no mess. I've tried a lot of these different kinds of meals. Factor is amazing and so convenient. It's so great to get home from a long day of like schlepping around and knowing you have this delicious meal waiting for you in the refrigerator that takes two minutes to heat up. And you can pause, you can reschedule your deliveries at any time. It is a great solution for those nights and days that you're looking for fast, great, delicious options with no cooking required. Okay? And factor is less expensive than takeout. So what are you going to do? Because I'm telling you, you have to believe me. I never lie. Factor is amazing. You're going to head to factormeals, F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash Judy Gold 50, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D 50, five zero. Okay? Judy Gold 50. And use code J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D five zero, Judy Gold 50, to get 50% 50% off. That's code JudyGold50 at factormeals.com slash JudyGold50 and get 50% off. It's worth it. You're welcome. You on Tuesdays, now we're very into mental health and yes. we always ask our guests like yes. if you've been on meds and we know, right, right. of course, you have been. But on Tuesdays, you do, uh, you do, Anxiety Tuesday? Anxiety or? Tuesdays. Sometimes I don't even do it on Tuesdays, and that's really fucks people right. up. And they're like, that's right. It's, it gives not, them anxiety. It's, it's Thursday, you piece of shit. <laughs> what is, what, I, I suffer from debilitating. Yeah. Um, I, I noticed your fingers. Oh, yeah. I, I bite them to the bone. Um, I used to bite my toes when I had flexibility. Oh. Gross. Gross. Um, what, what are you... Like, what are you anxious about? And how does it manifest itself? Like, do, do you... Because I'm in my head all the time, so mm-hmm. it's like I've learned. I mean, I've done so much shit: cognitive behavioral therapy. I exercise all the time, right? Meditation, music, right? But it's like transcendental I, meditation. The TM. I need to do that. I did it. I've been doing it. It Wait, helps. Help. Did you? Who, did you go to the? I went to the center on Beaver Street. Oh, I was gonna go. Well, yeah. Did it work? I thought it. I thought it was working, but then I fucking stopped because I right. I got anxious again and I just stopped. so like because I want to go. Yeah, it's great. I I would say, but, then, but you, you know. have to go like six times or something. No, or? well, you go. You got to take like this course. Do like a vipassana meditation retreat it's similar yeah yeah 10 days just go they take care of everything for you for free Food, I can't 10 days boarding. really okay, you can, I can 10 days I need my, my own pillow I can't go yeah. take your pillow with you 
Go ahead. So, wait. <laughs> so it was like three days um, that you go like eat to the office um, and uh-huh. you're with like a class. Right. And then after at the end, like they give you your mantra. They, right. They, you know, and it was expensive though. It was 900 bucks for the three days. So it's like, it's expensive, but like, you know, as Henry was saying, it's like for yeah. like your life, you know, right. supposedly, you know. So how did you think it was helping when you did it? I thought that it was, it was, ma- it's not that it was calming me down so much. It's not that the symptoms were gone right. so much. It was just that anything that happened to me, I was just like, I can accept this and I'll deal with this. Like, right. Even when I just said in the beginning, when I was like, oh, we're all going to die. So that's kind of right. how I look at life now. That happened when I was meditating. Right. Because my anxiety, how it manifests, I used to get dizzy a lot, right. you know, biting my nails, you right. know, the rapid heartbeat. Um, uh, get, I would be nauseous. I mean, I thought go to all these doctors right. and all that because I thought, you know, hypochondria, all that, you know, basic right. symptoms. Yeah. But the biggest thing for me was I thought like if I, especially like with women, like my girlfriend, whomever that was at the time. I would attach those 9-11 mom feelings to right. them. And anytime they would leave, I would think I'm never going to see them again. And right. I would text them. The abandonment the shit. Aban- yeah. And I would text them. And they, if they wouldn't text me back, I would never think cheating or anything right. like that. I would think they, they died. I think yeah. that too. So my mother um, had uh, a brother. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, she, has br- she had a brother and a sister. Um, and they grew up on the Upper West Side. And my mother was 17. And her brother... Well, I've told the story, right? So yeah. the brother was playing ball mm-hmm. in front of uh, a building on 89th Street. Doorman came out and said, you guys can't play here. He had his jacket on a hood of a car. The doorman takes the jacket mm-hmm. and goes in the lobby and is like playing keep away. You know? right. And the, her brother goes to reach for the jacket and the doorman pushes him and he fell back and his head on the marble floor and died. <gasps> okay. Your mom's brother. Right. Holy shit. And my mother's anxiety and my grandmother's anxiety was so bad and I didn't know this till I was an adult that this that they even had a brother you know right. and Jesus. they were close like best friends yeah. and because the fact that she never dealt with her anxiety right and it now trickled down to me and I am like that too I always like when I can't get a hold of someone and I remember my father would be late you know because he took the train to, to work and the tra- and she my mother would be she wore a house coat she'd be on the fucking porch pacing like where is he I don't know looking down the street and it's like it that stuff yeah. trickles down yeah and it's like you you know it's just never and I'm even with my kids like yeah. the first thing I go to is not like oh maybe they bumped into someone and they were talking no. you know it's like oh my god They're like Ben Ben they? plays basketball he gets in vans you know he gets yeah. in those vans I'm like oh my god he's gonna get hit by there's a yeah. truck that someone's gonna fall asleep I'm like it's horrible it's horrible yeah so, so uh, I've tried to just let go of it all and be like we're gonna it's all it's gonna happen to all of us you right. know and, and but I so my anxiety's better but it's still not even close to being like you know gone do you think it helped your career at all I think it only helped my career in the sense that I know, like, people have said, oh, you don't look like the type of person who would have anxiety, right. whatever that means. Right. So I think, like, you know, I've been told by, like, managers and agents, like, oh, we think you're going to go up there and talk about, like, sports and banging right. chicks, but you're talking about how you're scared of ghosts right. and, you know, you miss your mom. So it's like, it's you don't fit, your material doesn't fit your look, so that's enough of, like, a left turn where, you know, managers and agents have told me, like, you stick out. Among, right, you and know? You're, it's true, because yeah. you're a sensi. I'm a sensi, yeah, sensi. I'm a, sen- I'm a sensi. I heard from someone we both know who is a, that your shit floats. Yes. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. my shit floats. Oh, but that's I got, good. But that's I, no, really good. No, the shit. No, it's not and supposed to float. It's but supposed just to float. I'm telling you, no. that is such a Jewy thing. R- the shit floating? No, just the taking photos of the shits. Go ahead. Well, it's not supposed to float. Right. It's supposed to sink to the bottom. But to, to, I took one shit that not only was floating, but it was red. And I took a picture right. of that. And I went to my GI doctor. And he fucking, I had to get a colonoscopy like yeah. three weeks ago. I'm only 33. Right. But I got the colonoscopy. And he said everything was fine. He said it was probably just like Did I. Did you have beats? No, it wasn't. It wasn't a beach shit. I know a beach shit. It was not a beach shit. This, this was something sinister, and and I and he even he looked at him was like, right. okay, you know, he's like, I'm not sure about that. So I right. let's let's you know if you let's do a colonoscopy. So we did it, and you know, I'm thankful I did it because now I have a clean ass. I have right. a clean ass. I mean, a, there was a polyp, uh, and everybody right. took it out, and he said it was right. It, it was not even poly- not even cancerous. Right. He, he was like, oh, but the polyps get bloody sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, yeah. So, so, but, but he said uh, it was fine. But yeah, yeah, I know. I got to okay. fucking right. go. I'm Wait, sorry, last sorry, question. Sorry, last sorry. question. We have to. We always end with this. Yeah. Um, what pisses you off the most? What pisses me off? Like, what makes you so like you want to fucking kill fucking someone? Kill somebody. Um, fuck. Um, I, 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 I think what pisses me off the most is I fucking hate, I think I, I like all like the, like the, like the, um, like progressive like stuff that goes right. on in our world and the PC stuff right. that goes on in the world. But what fucking really pisses me off the most is like when white women or white people, white men and women right. fucking protest shit that has nothing to do with them. Like uh, when they protest that the fucking Cleveland Indians, uh, you know, right, right, right. fucking that upsets them. Right. It's like, shut the fuck up. Okay, right. You I don't give a, a fuck. It's I... all your white guilt bullshit. Yeah. yeah so yeah. is it? Is it the white people that are protesting with the other people because they feel that it's a, you know, whatever. Right. It's, it's not so much a, right, because I fucking hate this too. Yeah. It's the white people that take Pious. on yes. other pe- it's, it's almost as if they are appropriate. God, I have a f- friend like this who's not my friend anymore, thank God. Uh, but she would appropriate my, me, right. my own things. She would appropriate any person of color around her. She starts reading like white rage and all this right, stuff. Right, and, right. She, yeah. and she just like appropriates the queers and the the, right. the people of color and everything. And just and she's up at the front lines of everything because she grew up so fucking privileged exactly. with zero right, issues of her or own. Right. Right. But she's a woman. Fight your fucking woman's rights and okay. shut the fuck up. Fuck, sit that's down. what I fucking hate. Sit down. I hate oh, and that then she'll put, she just posted on Facebook recently. Fake. I hope she fucking hears it. She just posted on Facebook She's like, um, can anyone tell me what all the black owned businesses are that um, sell coffee? I don't want to go to Starbucks anymore so that she could get the all fuck. the black people on her Facebook fuck like, all right, oh, thank you so this much. This is what I'm talking about. Thank yeah. you, white Jesus. Thank you. Fucking hate okay. yeah, fucking uh, the, all right. Rachel Dull is all piece of shit. I, um, <laughs> Come over I see, I have this thing and like, I don't know what to do. Like we were in. I Ben had a basketball tournament in Rhode Island and I okay. walked in the lobby and I saw these kids taking their prom pictures mm-hmm. and they were African American and I almost started crying because I had just seen the kid who took his sister to the prom and mm-hmm. got beat up by a cop at the Waffle yeah, House for yeah, no fucking that, yeah. reason and I thought to myself God please you know like I hope they have the best night and yeah, nothing happened yeah. and that I get very emotional about that and I don't and that I but I don't want to seem like the 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 white Rachel Dolazar, but don't. I really honestly, I was like, I don't know what you feel like. I don't know what it's like to be black. I know what it's like to be a fucking Jew and be gay. Right. I don't know what it's like to have a different color skin and right. then to walk in a room and people like automatically have these things. I right. know what they. 
I know when people, you know, see me, they, you know, they're like, oh, she's fucking huge. She's a Jew. Like, I can't really hide my Jewiness. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, I do I get emotionally. And I think it's clear. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't want to be like that, but I have been no. feeling really, like, I've been really upset about the fucking shit. Like, you know, Henry's friend DeAndre has to take a different route to the fucking airport. To, you know, so he doesn't get stopped on the fucking highway in Indiana. Like, fuck you, you fuck. It gets me so fucking. Right. Yeah. Well, it's. Yeah. I think the white people, like us as white people, need to um, preach to our choir. Like, we need to be within our whiteness right. and talking about this stuff, not at the front lines with, you know, right. the people who are actually dealing exactly. with the issues. Exactly. That's the problem with, that I have with it. It's like it's not your issue. You can stand right. in solidarity, sure, but don't right. fucking make believe like you're affected right. by the shit that I you're try, not. But I do get very emotional about yeah. that kind of thing because they're yeah. kids yeah. and they don't deserve to grow up like so this. A lot of a All lot right. of people like right under our generation, I think, do that. Yeah. Right. That's that. The, so the, I think, yeah, the, the millennials are the ones who piss me yeah. off the most. Yeah. 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 Me too. yeah. It's like, shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah. And you haven't like you didn't live through the AIDS crisis. Like, I'm so fucking sick of these. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. another thing. It's like. What have you gone through? Right. Nothing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I love you so much. I love you guys much. so much. I, I I'm sorry I have to go. Say, yeah. I Will you I come say back? So. Yeah, uh, duh. Yeah. Oh I'm in so much. Love you. I love you. I love you both. <laughs> Ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, Bye. Christy De Stefano. De Stefano. De Stefano. I love you, Chris. Beautiful. You are the fucking most handsome, sensi. At Chris Comedy. At Chris Comedy. At Chris D Comedy and at the Bay Ridge Boys. Yeah, baby. Thank you, thank you. Love I love you. Thank you. you. And as we always say, so long! And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.